I'm the most spiritually enlightened person you know! <laughs> that's how I really feel. That's how, that's how I feel. I feel there was a lot of built up. There's a lot of something in there. Yeah, there was a lot of built up from this past week. Or what? how long? Two weeks. Yeah. I mean, you go away in shorts and a t-shirt. You come back looking ready for a drum circle. Yeah, I mean, my new name could very well be of... Shalamba Dada. Shalamba Daddy. No, I wasn't going to take it there. Shalamba Daddy. You noticed the intent in, intent behind the pause, right? Shalamba so. Daddy. Shalamba Daddy? Yeah. I can fuck with it. Yeah. Pachamama Diggs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, well, hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode brought to you by... Look... And Bud Light Seltzers. How about that? So we are the professional hippies, and our goal is essentially to bridge the gap between the hippie woo-woo, represented tonight by me, and the high achievers. Represented by all of you. Right there. <laughs> good, good save. Okay, cool. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll find ourselves somewhere in the meaty middle. Um, so, yeah, a little brief interlude, and uh, we'll get down to this past two weeks. Fest- I mean, that was... Crazy past two weeks. Shalama Daddy. Shalama Daddy. Alright boys, let's remember our training. The side effects of listening to the podcast during that. Yeah, I'm, we've probably come up with some really good ones. So the side effects of the last two, two and a half weeks, um, yeah, are a lot. Yeah, I had a great time. I had a great time, too. It might I think yours was way like more it, stressful, for sure, though. Well, you know, define stress. Right? Well, I mean, you had probably, like, there was a lot of up, but there were yeah. definitely some stressful. I mean, you went through the process of... And I know we'll get to it. I mean, you went through the process of looking at a home, like going and buy, going through that process again. That's Dude, a stressful time. Talk about a hot update. Yeah. By the way, when this comes out, um, I still won't have announced that. So that will be a professional hippies exclusive. 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 Another one. Glenn, can you put like an exclusive thing up there? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> exclusive. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks, Glenn. Um, so yeah, man, I mean, let's, let's start with your stuff though. Cause that's, that's feel good. Happy, man. Feel good. Happy. Uh, I'll start with the most recent was Huluween. Yeah. Wow. So glad to be back at that after a couple of years, Yeah. man, it, everybody was so happy to dust be back off at the, the old boots. Everyone was dusting off everything mm. just to put all the dust back on. All right. It was fantastic. Mm. The, 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 the forest was ready for everybody. The vibes were great everywhere. They changed up uh, Halloween a little bit. Yeah. So you know how they used to have the patch where you had to walk all the way to? Sure. Uh, where the Ferris wheel was, they put that stage, the patch stage, over there. So during the main set, the main stage set, when that went in, you just had to literally turn around. 
and then that was the next set was over here. And That's then nice. you would go to uh, the amphitheater stage, which was up in the woods. Mm-hmm. And then from there was Spirit Lake. I mean, it's all woods, but yeah. It's, well, you had the big open field, right? Right, And right. then you go into the woods for the amphitheater and then the woods for, for Spirit Lake. Yeah. And so, so do we got there Thursday, right? We pay for the early. Zed's dead. Uh, Ellis Dream. We're playing so sick lineup yeah. on the, 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 the early day. And we're like, oh, we'll get there early. We'll get a great spot. We get there around midday, a little early afternoon because of uh, all the rainstorms that were coming in that day. And we had to camp in the very back still. Everyone was showing up like two days early. Really? So the, they would pay the extra just to camp there for the two days. And the year before, we had even gotten there Friday morning, and we still had to camp all the way in the back. So we're like, oh, we'll get there a year early. We literally camped 100 yards from where we had camped at the year before, oh. which is all the way in the back. Yeah, a mile. Uh, uh, about a mile, yeah, yeah, from the facility. So thankfully, we, we were near the tr- free trolley that they have going back and forth. Oh, that's awesome. And that's fun, getting on that. You know, every, everyone in Everyone's the back cranked out so much yeah. on that. But, uh, yeah, the whole – they did a great job putting it on again this year, especially with, you know, what they had to deal with the past couple of years and then everyone coming back. Um, I did. It seemed like the show was great. The, the stages seemed a little quiet for some reason at a couple of them. That seemed to be the, the most common complaint, but at a couple, a few of the stages, but otherwise they were pretty Quiet good. and like not loud enough. Yeah. Not loud enough. Like, um, the, like late night stage, the, the fire stage, you had to get like really close in order to hear the whoops on it. Oh, um, the little bubble fire thing. Yeah. 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 But otherwise like everything was good. Skrillex. Fantastic. Seeing Skrillex. Oh my God. The nostalgia. That came from that. And then he's played an extra 15 minutes, like on the end. And then everyone, of course, went to Spirit Lake. And then him and Chris Lake, who also put on a six set, went to the fire stage and played till 4 a.m. Oh. on that. So it was just everything just kept going that the is whole night. Beautiful, it dude. was just that makes my heart happy. Amazing. The set for Skrillex was amazing. Played all of his songs, all of his new stuff. Yeah, it was it was fantastic, oh. and then um, got to see uh, good old Claude again. Yeah, yeah, good old Claude. And then at the end of the, because uh, he played in Spirit Lake, which was kind of like weird, because they put him at Spirit Lake, and that's like a tiny stage. Yeah, and he's pretty well known. Right at this point, but at the end of it, he's like Barclay Crenshaw may or may not be playing on that fire stage right over there in a little bit. And I was like, I'm gonna watch out for that. And then he ended up, Barclay Crenshaw, Crenshaw ended up playing on the fire stage. And yeah. I was like, yes. Fucked it up. Getting everything I want yeah. <laughs> this weekend. And he fucked it up on that stage, too. Yeah, he played till like, 4 in the morning on that one. All, you know, it felt like I was right back at Dirty Bird, too. Yeah. You know, there was a bunch of people with the Dirty Bird totems there, too. And, uh, you know, walking around Spirit Lake, always, cr- you know, you need a little break. Just go sit down at the lake. That is the best thing about Halloween. So if you've never been to Halloween, I mean, they just have like all these crazy art installations. Mm-hmm. And when you need a break, uh, that's just the perfect place. To take a break next to Fire Breathing Pig. Fire Breathing Pig, the big red cock that you can ride back oh, and right. forth and it spits fire out. Yeah. The, the lake itself, they turn into a whole production, right? So they, they have mist shooting in the air in the middle of the lake and they have a projection hitting the mist to do a show. And then around the mist, they have fireballs spitting up out of the lake and then huge uh, light systems that shoot across the lake 
and laser systems that are shooting across. The so it's a whole its own it's whole show that runs from basically when it gets dark till probably five in the morning. I watched a girl walk in that lake. She didn't understand that it was wet. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about that with somebody. I was like, because they put just a string of lights around it. Not much. That's all they put. Not much. <laughs> I was like, she walked in a little bit past ankle deep and was like, Fuck. how much does this stop people? I looked, there was definitely, I, I looked at, you know, online, there was about seven people that had walked out there throughout the weekend. Well, it's like one of those shitty Florida lakes. So it's not like it's not even a lake. sand. A, I would say it's a mild swamp. It's a there. swamp. You got <laughs> cypress knees everywhere. Everywhere. Mud. I mean, gross algae. Like, and imagine you're on something. You start walking. You, you think it's going to be, be good. There. And then you're in it. And you're like, this was you a mistake. You don't want to be in Now there. you smell like it. If it was a regular ass lake, I'd be all about it. For sure. Right. But now you smell like the swamp. And well, that's, you go that's get in that river, swamp. that Swanee River. That's a mile in the opposite direction. Yeah, you do it during the day. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, take some drugs, get naked. Mm-hmm. But we we were going to go there, but it ended up being like, it got into the 40s a couple nights. And then mm-hmm. it was like uh, uh, low 70s so a couple nights. Great weather, just not the weather to Fant- get in the water. Exactly. Yeah. Fantastic weather. Though. A lot perfect for what you wanted to take and have a great time. You weren't doing a ton of sweating. The fan clacking was way down this year. Really? Yeah. I like I'm a fan of the fan clacking. A lot of people are. A lot of people aren't too. So you heard a you little bit to of, be a part of the club that's not. No, I bought one. I was ready. Oh, I actually yeah. like bought one. I was ready for you it. Wanted to get to clack. Into it. I wanted to get some clacking. Especially like Skrillex. I mean, that's the clack clack. That's what it was. And then I didn't even get to use it though. Someone was like really complaining about it. Like really like Man, I'm so glad the clacking isn't happening this year. What of this? And as I walked behind, I went <laughs> right behind his ear, and he was like, "God damn it! Who the fuck? <laughs> Who did that? Like, why does that piss someone off? I don't know. I think just because you're you're trying to listen to the music, and if they're doing it right in your ear, you can't soak in what's happening in front of you. Party? You can't soak in the party. Exactly. You go. You go to a fucking rave to be a music connoisseur. No, I I get where they're coming from, especially if they're not on beat. And it's like, it's like, at least get it on beat. Sure. Get the thing My on beat My only for pet me. peeve, and there's poor girl at this retreat I was at. I felt like I was on drugs, but I wasn't. I was just, she was like, hey, can I sit in front of you? I was like, yeah, no problem. We were watching Parangi perform. Not someone that you would recognize off the top of your head, but like spiritual kind of music, like deep jungle type shit where you're like, this is fucking weird. And Here I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no problem. Just don't record the set. And she was like, what? And she didn't understand what I meant. I was like, my only pet peeve is like, please don't record the set. Don't stand in front of me and then put a phone up. She was like, yeah. I was like, if I have to explain it, I sound like an asshole. I was like, take pictures, take video. But I was like, just be in the moment if you're going to be in front of me. If you would like to record the whole set, just sit behind me. Mm-hmm. And there was no way for me to properly explain that. With I was like, <laughs> it's like a joke. Now I have to explain it. Like you don't get it. I, did, I wasn't being that serious. Just sit down. Fuck. Seeing people get upset about like go back and forth on that one too. I saw uh, like online someone was like, enjoy the moment or whatever. Someone's like, I paid five hundred dollars. I'll record whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Was like damn, that's also a good point. No, no. Where but, I, where but your I, situation was like, I could see where it was like we're all here just enjoying this. I wouldn't give a fuck if you turned, if you could turn the phone screen off and record, right? I don't know yeah. if that's an option, if you can or cannot do that. Work but on like, that, Apple. That's the thing I'm saying is that I'm trying to watch this beautiful light show and have this shitty little <laughs> mini version. It's a shit box of what I'm actually looking at. 
and it is in it is in you can't that is at your home, eyes are diverting you see what i see just a fucking shit box in front of your face and where my face and no one's face no one wants that you're no not gonna you're that. not gonna watch it later why are you recording this you're not you gonna know watch i get it. i get the fan thing because you're like hey that's obtrusive you know but in my opinion that person's actually enjoying the moment they're having their version of fun yeah when mean. someone's recording, they're literally taking away from their presence so that they can get a shittier version of it later. <laughs> or the ones that hold it up and they are watching it, but they're holding it up and now you're blocking the view of somebody else. A hundred dollars to the person that actually watches a video of their friend at a music festival. Yeah, who actually, who's watching the person that posted the festival video? I mean, I get it. 10 or 15. I'm a sucker for a festival. You know, you post two, three good clips of you some lasers, what? tag me. You know what? Festivals should do that to where they record. You know what? They should record the sets like that and then charge extra. Be like, you want the set? I pay Professionally? For it. I pay Professional? For it. I would. It's I like would. $5 a set. Totally. Each totally. One. 15 then you don't have to worry about it. Then they, they announce it. You don't have to worry about it. We're going to record it for you. Yeah. From the best position please, in the house. Please. You don't have to worry Multiple about a single angles. thing. I want it to be like a music porno. There, <laughs> Fucking there on was my a chest. Cheese set, the uh, the monster, the, their theme set that they do uh -huh. Halloween. They instead of doing uh, the, the the theme at first was Monster Mash, and then they were they were came out and they were like, We're not even gonna do that. It's been a crazy year. We're just going to do a dance party set. Okay. So they did like a lot of like throwbacks, Daft Punk, 60, 70 music too. Oh, yeah. As well. I'm hearing about that. It was great. All of a sudden, they came out of nowhere with huge, like Macy's Day Parade floats. Okay. Out of nowhere, huge dragons. Okay. Coming out of nowhere and like Godzilla level T Rex floats. And just they just weird started shit. going around the crowd with them. And they went all the way through the crowd. People could grab the string and walk around with them. The thing went by me, and then I, I was dressed as a Viking. So it went, like, directly over me. So I'm pointing my sword at it, like, oh, my God, you know, having a blast. And then, like, at the end of their set, amazing fireworks show, like, oh. right over you while everything's going on. That's what Daddy liked. That, it was everything Daddy wanted. Yeah, that's <laughs> what Daddy likes. It was everything Daddy wanted. And more. It was it was definitely the best jam jam best jam band set I have ever seen mm. by far. And that was, feels good, you know. And the cheeses sets before, like I liked them; they were okay. And I was like, man, I really hope they throw it down for their theme set. And by God, <laughs> did they? They got a hold of my heartstrings one good time. Um, I've seen them quite a few times now, but only one time like really landed in a way where. And we had the uh, our totem was uh, totem duty sucks. That was awesome. It says Total Duty Sucks. And then our buddy that made it uh, kind of override it a little bit more this year. And during Skrillex's set, it changed to rocks. Totem Duty rocks. And people all that had been commenting on it were coming back up like, no, how could you? Switched it up. It was so funny. That's a good twist. <laughs> it was a good twist. And then, like, it was funny because because you get the people coming up with Totem Dewey sucks. Like, yeah. it does suck. Yeah. No one likes to do it. And then uh, after that, when it was like Totem Dewey rocks, I was like, oh, there was only like a couple of people that came up after that. Like, oh, it rocks. I was like, oh, now we're just getting the losers that are yeah. like, oh, it does rock. And I'm yeah. like, and we switched it the next day back to sucks. And everyone was like, there you go. Yeah. That's how, that's what the story I'm a big fan of Totem Duty, personally. It, like, it, it it's a hitter. Depends on your totem. You gotta have you have to have a good. Oh, by the totem. way, think of every festival we've been at where I'm the one holding the totem. It's usually when I'm letting go all the way gone. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. You know that's the safety net I need. 
Yeah. I mean, because you're, well, the, the tones that we have too are usually a little bit more interactive, right? You could bring it down, you can put it in people's faces a little yeah, bit yeah, or yeah. whatever. The, uh, the, the, my favorite one was, has always been the, the Mario star at the top. And then it has a fan built into the totem. Mm. So he can turn it around to you and yeah. put the fan in your face. Or the guy with the, uh, it's a pretty cool. He has a huge, uh, like the Mario question mark. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, it, it has a Mario box and it's an affinity box. Yeah. And it's got the Mario question mark on it. And if he catches you looking at it, he gives you a Mario. It's like a, I don't know, a card with a question mark on it. You flip it over and it has like a task to do, which I thought that was pretty cool. Was like, so those are your two favorites from the weekend? That that one uh, and the the Mario star, yeah. Those two were pretty big awesome. Big Mario theme. Big Mario theme. Big, big Mario theme between those two, yeah. Yeah. was pretty cool. There were definitely other ones in there, but those definitely stood out. You know, I didn't see any like Hank Hill. Remember the Hank Hill one? You would you'd see it multiple. I haven't seen that one for a little while. I was kind of upset, oh, but or the uh, "Where's My Fucking Son," <laughs> the Nemo one. <laughs> that always is a staple. That's a Bonnaroo one. That's a bon- That's a good classic yeah. uh, Bonnaroo. I wonder one. if it's the same person we are seeing at Bonnaroo every year. I I want to go up to <laughs> Finding Nemo. Where's my fucking son? Where's my fucking that in Okeechobee. I've seen that one at Okeechobee. Or. Who, who's the the Ryan Bucini? What was the what's the actor with the weird eyes? Something. Oh, where it's like multiple eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, how do you do, kids, or whatever? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, that one was there. That was, one was there. Yeah. yeah, that's a staple. <laughs> that's funny, man. You know, I love the fact that uh, we have like a lineage to pull from. <laughs> Just like they keep showing up at yeah. the same ones. We're yeah. all in the same place. Oh yeah, yeah. The whole the whole weekend was fantastic. That just being back and you know not a uh, you know a typical festival vibe where you park your car and you get lined up. It was you know the typical go find your spot out in the woods type of thing. Really? Yeah, that's how Halloween is. So Halloween, you don't you know you go to a festival. Oh yeah, that's right. Like you drive fine. here and this is your spot. Yeah. Halloween. As soon as you cross that threshold, they go good luck. Yeah. And you have to go find your spot on six hundred acres of. A forest yeah which i always think is cool uh but by the by the end of thursday people were going around being like can we camp with you guys like can we get in your spot I brought a couch this time you brought me, a couch like a big blow up sectional couch oh yeah oh man so worth it dude. yeah like you you know you don't come back to the festival and you're not just sitting down in a chair and then your back screwed up by the yeah. end of it you like got to lay down on a couch with an armrest mm. Oh yeah, that is now a staple. Yeah, for sure. Going into the going into the festival. Well, we got another one coming up, cowboy. Woo! EDC, which is kind of funny, ironic that most people's like first one. Is it? Yeah, that's most people's like first festival experience. Is EDC? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, the hey, people you've, coming with us? No, not with us. It's just most people like how they get into the festival. Actually, I think it is. I think we have about half the people are. This is going to be the first one. Really? Yeah. We had a few, uh, we had about three newcomers over the weekend. I think two, two of them liked it. One of them did not, I don't think. Didn't like it. Just, they just didn't seem too, too about it. The other two were about it. They were, yeah. they were happy. Just one of them was like, eh. Just going with it. Yeah. They, um, two of the guys brought their girlfriends. So they went the full VIP experience. Okay. Which smart idea to do. Sure. I just think one of the girls was about it. One of them wasn't. Okay. But I mean, they handled it well over the whole weekend. Yeah, they had a great. It seemed like they were a good time. Otherwise, um, but yeah, EDC is uh, 
as, as far as I know, is known for being their usually most people's first one. But <laughs> we're going in. I've never been to it. We're renting a minivan. We're in a minivan. We're just going to haul ass over there, enjoy our time, take our time back. There you, you know, go. It's there you go. Be, I didn't have to say it. I'm yeah, excited. Yeah. yeah. We'll take the time on the way back. Enjoy some cool tunes, some Billy Strings, some Kenny Chesney. Sure. On the way that's, <laughs> that's what your heart's craving some, that day? Some sure. T- some Tim McGraw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went to a music festival over the past two weeks, too. It wasn't like quite to the level of Halloween, but um, I saw, as soon as I flew into Austin, I saw Carl Cox. Yes. Wasn't that impressed. Seen him twice. I, yeah, not, it's. He's it, great at moments. Yeah. Right, but I never get the drops I'm really looking for. Now, if you're like older in the house. That's that type of music though. Yeah. it it The drop like mixes into the next yeah. thing that's coming up. So yeah. you never really truly There's a couple of it. subtle, like pretty, I was like, okay, cool. You yeah. know? It, great lasers they really pumped on the lasers towards the end of his show which i was yeah. a little pissy about like like one one thirty. i was we're ready to go <laughs> yeah. but then we went to another thing i think a, a night or two after that called mayan warrior you ever heard of that no but this sounds awesome so it's an offshoot of burning man so yes. it's like one of the the installations they do for burning man it's this giant bus it's a stage it's a fucking stage let's call it, it is it's not a bus it's a fucking stage dude yeah, it looks like a fucked up carnival come to you, right? Perfect, and it is beautiful, man. They did, they came hot and heavy with the lasers out the gate, and I, I was we were walking up to it. We paid like 140 bucks. I was like, whatever, it's gonna be cool or it's gonna be some party. Walking up to, it, I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? I was like, this is a mini fucking festival. Rock on, dude. They had cool art installations all over the place, and like, um, Abby, Michael, and I, we wanted to go see. Uh, Bob Moses. You ever heard of him? Yeah. We wanted to see him at the end of the year. We're your new ski trip. Obviously, plans change. They didn't have a lineup for being there. And then all of a sudden, there's Bob Moses. Bob Mo- hey, guys, we go by Bob Moses. And we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, just like, cool. Good on you, universe. Right? Um, but yeah, that, that was pretty dope. And then... Uh, what happens at those Burning Man little side festival things? All the time. I went to one down in Miami, and then all of a sudden, they were like... And Diplo's coming out. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Right. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, man. Um, and then at that retreat in Sedona, it was like Peringi. There's another guy who goes by Savage. Man, it was so cool to close out this retreat. We were in Sedona out in this like national Is this park. like a professional retreat or just like a... It was um, everyone come together if you want to type of thing. It's called Fit for Service. It was by Aubrey Marcus. Okay. It was yeah. his deal. Um, so that was really cool. He has a, a ranch out there in Sedona. And uh, I met. Yeah, I got at his ranch? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I got I got some really cool stories from that. Um, Sounds like, you know how we always talked about, like, we're going to buy a bunch of land in, like, Tennessee. We're going to make it into, like, our own thing. Sounds like that's what he did. He did. And then he's like, and it sounds like he was just living the dream. It's fucking sick. <laughs> I mean, you like... Did he have a river going though through it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, like, it wasn't... It was dry at this time, but for sure you see where it flows pretty heavy at one time. Um, I don't know where my... Whatever, I got some stuff that's pretty cool to show you, too. So, the last night... One of the days, so I'll go ahead and say this. I mean, it was a lot of woo. (laughs) Okay. I can see. When... (laughs) 
Shambhala daddy. <laughs> it was on a level I've never experienced. There we go. It was on a level I've never experienced. A lot of woo. A lot of woo. The chi was heavy. Ooh. Chang, chin. You didn't even have to like try to perform yoga. Your body just started. I had a headache every night. Your body just started doing it. Yeah, I had to suspend so many belief systems. Yeah. Like, but here's the deal. I went there for a life-changing experience because my thing is every time I've run into someone that is like ultra spiritual, I'm like, that's cool, but what are you doing with it? Right? Yeah. Okay, sweet. You've lived multiple lifetimes. All right. You couldn't fucking pick a lottery number, right? You couldn't, <laughs> couldn't bet on the Cubs once. Yeah. You know? Some. 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 There, you're actually running into people that are, in my opinion, manifesting in the highest realm, where it's like taking all this spiritualism and stuff, centering universe talk, and they're actually kicking ass in life. And so I'm like, hmm. Now, some of it, I'm like, you know, there's a couple parts of it where it's like I had this suspended belief system, but I could also tell, you know, like if someone is doing the the readings, where they're, they're reading a dead relative of yours, mm-hmm. right? but you don't actually know that there's telltales ways of them picking up on your body language and, you know, the way you're reacting to figure out something that would mystify you. Mm-hmm. Right. They're, you know, it's like, Hey, call me a cynic, but being in sales, as long as we've been, there are certain buzzwords and things I was picking up. I'm like, oh, you're actually just full of shit. Sure. You know, um, there's other people where it's like no bullshit radar was going off at all. And mm-hmm. I was like, Okay, so you do own a multi-million dollar business and what you're saying actually kind of makes sense. And you just, you really are like, okay. I mean, I'd actually, that's that's a way, lo- out. That's a way of looking at life that I'd really never considered. And had I not been there, it's just all mixed in, right? You kind of have to decipher who's full of shit, who's yeah, not. Yeah, that's pretty right. much what I did all Halloween weekend. <laughs> right. <laughs> not as high level of people, but it was yeah, the same idea. Yeah, so I was just trying to, like, kind of figure that out. Um, like, who, I don't know. It's like, hey, man, I, I don't I don't want to be the too cool for school guy and miss out on, on a really rich experience in life. So were you, okay, so you, you were kind of noticing that, right, where you kind of were like, all right, who's bullshitting, who's not? Did you have to let your guard down further to really be like, okay, there are people here doing that, but there are actually here people here. Once you started realizing there were some more serious people it, here. It was more serious people than not. So I will say that. So right? that's probably when you. The like, ticket to be there is not cheap. I can let it down. Yeah. I mean, point. I've forced myself to let my guard down because here's the deal. Like even with someone that I know, you know, they're playing all out their version of it, but there's still like this savior complex. I saw this over and over again. I know something that you don't know. I want to save you. I'm the good person. You couldn't figure this out on your own. Let me give you this information. So it's this horizon that you're always going to be chasing, right? Yeah. I will disseminate the information for you, learn from me, because I have this connection to some deity or some complex, right? Vimoe $5,000, thank you. <laughs> right. So <laughs> it's like, when I saw shit like that taking place, where it's like, if you're truly a master at something, you should be able to explain it simply and duplicate it. Exactly. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Right? Versus like talking all these buzzword, heady language, abstract concepts. It's like, well, then are you really like that clear? And you were there for that, right? You were there for that. And then you it sound like where there are people now within that. What's going on in the bubble? I'm going to call it the bubble. Sure. What's going on? 
people within the bubble where they trying to do their own thing yes within that now yeah. and now you're having to be like we're here already for this well any of the, like the high level teachers that aubrey brought in mm-hmm. checked out i mean there's one chick and you know, i don't feel the need to say her name but i didn't really like i was like oh okay sure that's and i but even in judgment there's something to be learned right it's like this was a big lesson for me even if i know someone's full of shit my radar goes off right but why Mm -hmm. what am i judging in them it's really a reflection right back to yourself right where is your insecurity showing up in yourself that you're projecting onto that person would you when you're looking at it that way though are you looking at it more of a my insecurity or maybe my good judgment wall is coming yeah good judgment i mean regardless my judgment's gonna be my judgment i'm not gonna invest in shit i don't believe in yeah. But like, why am I not crazy enough to scream my fucking truth at the root, you know, the mountaintops? I mean, you, you've definitely done that. So it's not. <laughs> I get it. Right. But <laughs> I, so I'm telling you, Dylan, I'm a seven or an eight. These are the big leagues. These are like. These are the big leagues. 69. These are 69s. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. I mean, it was cool, though, because. I'll, all right. So here, here's a good story. All right. Okay. Here's a freaky deaky experience. Story time. So for one of the days, we had to do what was called a soul quest. Don't bring a journal out. Um, I can't remember her name. Adahana, um, who is like uh, a teacher that uses a lot of the elements in the earth to just kind of teach you about yourself, right? So like brings it back to like real ass nature shit in a way that, man, you would have really resonated with this chick. I've never made so many connections to the elements and like really understanding how embodied in the cycle of life is and she did. She just brought in some great frames to think about, to meditate with, whatever, and finding your teachers in nature. And so we go out into nature for like three hours, and um, you find a spot. You're just kind of you follow your intuition, essentially your internal compass, and just like kind of tap into Mother Earth, you know, Pachamama, and like let nature actually guide you and, mm-hmm. and find a teacher out there. And so we go out there, and we're supposed to like it's a crazy amount of land we're covering. And so when we're all supposed to come back, you know, they're going to beat a drum and everyone hollers and it'll ripple out. Right. And then, you know, to come back, well, there was a false call. So I hiked my ass all the fucking way out to somewhere and start walking back. And I realized like, I knew that wasn't three hours. A false call. What is, what is like that? A, they just called out. Someone said not something. have done that. So not have done that. Yeah, and then everyone okay. rippled out. And so like half, you know, so I'm like, all right, whatever. So I found a new spot. And the first spot was pretty dope, but I still felt like I was trying a little hard, like it wasn't my spot. And then finally I came up on this riverbank and I was like, cool, I'm going to hang out here. And, you know, she's talking about teachers and all this stuff. I'm like, okay, where's my teacher? She talked about rocks, find your rock or some shit. Again, that like skeptic in me. So I was like, okay, man, fucking pick up these rocks and teach me nature. Yeah, yeah. Teach me your ways. Right. <laughs> and so I was like, but I looked at the dirt and I was like, man, I don't want to get dirty. And I was like, fuck it. You know, I came here for an experience. And like when you pay the price of admission, like at a high ticket to be at that event, you play all out. And like, that was the thing I saw. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm going to fucking get my money nature, mm-hmm. you know? So <laughs> I took my shirt took off. Every leaf off this tree. <laughs> I got down on the ground and, you know, I'm laying there and, uh, you know, I meditated for about two hours. And, um, at a certain point there was some cool stuff started happening where, you know, at one point, um, I had this awareness around my childhood and I saw some trauma come up that I was like, I, I always feel guilty. Like even in meditating, I love meditating. 
now I'm at the point where that muscle, like, I love it, but I kind of feel guilty for taking the time. I'm like, I could be doing something else. Where they made the space where it's like, regardless if you use it or not, like that's what you're supposed to be doing is three hours of fucking meditating. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I did, I felt no guilt. So my mind was like totally free. There's nothing to work on, Colton. There's no project to complete. There's no quota to get in. There's no sale to meet. And so there's something came up around my childhood and I was like, I addressed it, you know, I met it with love and kind of that thought went. It felt like a little bit of healing. I'm like, hey, that's cool. And I had this business idea come up and I was like, oh yeah, I, I should definitely implement that. That's a pretty good idea. And I started to watch my brain do this pattern of like healing or projection. It, these are really good things to think about and like take action on, but it was distracting me from the moment of being present. And that's all meditation is, is like literally just dropping into the present moment, like appreciating the, the literal present mm-hmm. of the presence, mm-hmm. right? Just being fucking totally bought in to right now, like appreciating being alive right now is feeling that gratitude. And so I started to watch this like thing that my mind does and play out in this really sneaky intellectual way of distracting me from just being present. Because when I'm present, I'm not stressed out. When I'm present, I'm grateful. When I'm present, like I don't have these worries and anxieties, and so my mind has this like really intricate way of like sucking me out with things that do matter. Sounds like exactly like the book Waking Up. Yeah. It, like that whole, like everything you just described was like a chapter in Waking yeah. Up. So. Seemed like a great time for a breathing exercise too. I was having to breathe through a lot of this shit, bro. Yeah. And so, um, so long story short, you know, I come out of it and I have a white rock in my left hand, a black rock in my right hand. And I kind of realized I've always been searching for like a binary left or right. Yes or no you know, not feeling comfortable with uncertainty. So that was my big lesson from nature is like just sitting in the middle of uncertainty mm-hmm. and, uh, and being present with it. Nice. Yeah. Glad you got something out of all that investment. Well, there's a lot of other things too, but like that was a, that was the big one. That was a pretty cool moment for me. That's cool. Where that was someone like talking the whole time while you're going through that or no, I'm just in the middle of fucking nature. You're just by yourself in the middle of nature. Just in the middle of the desert. Nice. You know, a big mountain. And it was, so it was, a, it's a desert. Out there. Where, where, so it Sedona was, is desert. Sedona is it the de- I've never been out there, so no, it's, it's just the desert, huh? Just fucking dry ass cactus. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't find some some uh, what's that cactus? Peyote. <laughs> some peyote. Yeah, there. no, there's plenty of people. I I didn't understand. I mean, there's plenty of people doing ceremonies and stuff before and after, not really during, because they asked you to respect, you know, the that idea time. of the retreat. Yeah. I was like, mm. now I will say, I met one of these guys as a DJ, pretty well to do DJ, and I didn't know mm-hmm. that. I mean. But I was treating everybody like they were magical, you know, and so there's no skips in the conversation. When you I guess that's out. the point out there, right? Like, we're, you could be a millionaire, you could be a newbie. Like, we're all on the same yep. plane. And I, I learned that lesson pretty quickly. You know, I, I was like, yeah. oh, you can't judge anyone. Because there was like, there's one girl I judged, and I was like, I, I didn't like think anything special, but fucking venture capitalist. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know, like totally ruthless business killer. And I was like, <laughs> that sweet little girl. <laughs> You're like, oh my god. Yeah, I was like, what are you running from? Ruthless, ruthless, right? Um, no, I kind heart. Those people. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So the last night we had this uh, intergalactic gumbo. This dude drove from Louisiana, called it no interdimensional gumbo. Interdimensional gumbo. Yeah. So we had this party out there. It looked like you were having a party on fucking Mars. They brought uh, even more professional system than what I have out to the middle of the fucking camping Sedona nowhere. <laughs> I mean, no kind of cell service. Yeah. And there was probably like 50, hundred people showed up for that thing. And some dude like 
went off on this journey talking about how he made this interdimensional gumbo and shit. Um, it was fucking dank. But I was on mushrooms too, so. It probably was dank. <laughs> it was yeah. fucking great, dude. He was from Louisiana. He's like building a maloca out there for retreats and stuff. Whatever. They threw down. So Ellis Dream yeah. collabed with one of the DJs. Out there? Well, Ellis Dream wasn't there, but oh. the DJ. was that was that Oh, okay. He just worked on an album with Ellis Dream. And so he's like, hey, I'm going to release this. This is exclusive. I'm just going to play it for you guys right now. This hasn't been released yet. <laughs> and I was like, we went from all week. I was the guy in the house craving real music like some anything, anything yeah it was all like all the spiritual healy fucking rub your clit shit not there was a place for that called sedona this guy goes hey i hope you guys are okay with it getting weird out here and this is like the last night celebration <laughs> night because it wasn't weird already <sighs> dude but that release was like I was like, yeah, daddy. Everyone else is like, all right, time for a water break. Yeah. <laughs> Cold out there. No, so here was the weird part. Here's what started this, all this story, okay? So I did this whole grasshopper, the white rock, black rock thing. And then another day we show up and we showed up early, like a little, little early. And I was like, whatever, I got like an hour to kill. Mm-hmm. And I, I kept being called back to that same spot from earlier. And I was like, you know what? I'm really tuned into the nature vibe right now. Like I'm going to follow... I actually got something out of the last lesson. I'm going to follow this lesson. So hike my ass all the way back out there. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm coming out here for, but I feel a real strong internal stru- uh, pull for it. I get out there. And you know, like in a cartoon or a video game, like an area highlights when you're supposed to go over to it. Mm-hmm. Swear on everything. It was just like that. Where it was like, I really feel called over there. And I go over there. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck am I. I was like, I feel like a fucking idiot. Why am I standing in this spot? No one knows I'm out here. That's where the next boss is. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I looked down. There was fucking crystals everywhere. What? Fucking crystals all over the ground. And I was like, what in the hell? And so I just sat with it for a little bit. And so I kind of like asked the land. I was like, because it cool if I take some of these, you know, I'm like having this moment where I'm like, I want to respect the land. Are you just showing me something? Like, and it was cool. And there was like this other spot that kind of like felt guided over. Go over there. There's a deer antler. So I'm like, I don't, I, I'm still unpacking what that means, what that experience was all about. Went to another spot, and these were spots that I like. I wasn't randomly walking around looking. I felt like called in this direction. Mm-hmm. Crystals everywhere, and I'm like, I don't know, man. That was a trip. <laughs> and then I was taking a piss on mushrooms, and I looked down, and there was a crystal by my foot. So you hit a hippie chick's Trevor treasure trove, <laughs> dude. <laughs> they are. I uh, I gotta see these. Yeah, if you yeah, got yeah, them. I, I'm <laughs> trying to think where they're at. Did you grab the, that antler, too? Yeah. Nice. I don't know. The antler, deer shed their antlers every year. That could be a, something of shedding shedding your tools every now and then. You know? I don't know. Yeah, these. I had a magical experience while on Halloween. It was fantastic. I was just out in the field, laying up, looking at the stars. It was great. Well, the thing is, I got a medicine bag for him. They said, bring a medicine bag. I mean, I went to a crystal shop. Got a mess. So I don't think that this was shed off. I think that was broken off. You want to show that to them? Yeah. So, ooh. It's definitely a real antler, too. Yeah. That's a two spike. So it's a youngin. It's a youngin. He got fucked up by something. He did. See the marrow? Yeah. 
Dude, he might have lost that fight for sure. <laughs> you think? <laughs> he was like, oh. Check these out, dude. Is that not quartz? Yeah, that's quartz. I mean, that's pretty quartz. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Fucking lot of It's them. rare to find, like, that nice of quartz. Right? I, I like with this one. I don't know what kind of rock that is. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. I've seen that type of rock before. And then that one. But that's cool. Yeah. So uh, there's something like there's some- something about something about courts. I don't know why. Whenever I am, um, whenever I do some high achievement thing out in the wilderness, like when uh, I went on a when I was on the backpacking trip, mm-hmm. this is cool. When I went on the backpacking trip, there was this big ass mountain to the right. And it was like like it was steep to get up that sucker. Right. Like obviously. You, it was going to be a, uh, several hours to get to the top of that thing. And for some reason, something was just calling me to, like, bet your ass can't climb that. Yeah, right. And I, I just got my water bottle and it just spent the day, hike, like, climbing over rocks, get to the top. And I got to the top, and there was three things of beautiful quartz at the top. Just like, wait, obviously no one has ever been up there. I stacked some rocks just to show, like, someone was here. Got some beautiful pictures. But I, and just other times in life, too, when I've been in the – the wilderness backpacking. Anytime I've gone like on a little mini journey, I always find like some quartz. So it's it's interesting you found that yeah. on, your, on your own little journey. Something about there. a journey, man. I mean, yeah, I I don't know. That was a trip, and this trip to hear that story from you because that was the thing that brought me back. Is that like there was a piece of quartz and a rock, and I was like, man, it'd be so cool to harvest that. Mm-hmm. And then on the way, I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't want to break that rock to get that piece of quartz. You know, and I was just cool to kind of stumble upon that just to stumble yeah on the way yeah they're nice we can just pick them up and grab a That's couple the first time i've ever seen it like really that. it was everywhere dude <laughs> so wow. i just got the ones that i like resonated with you know i was like i don't need i don't need to you took them to a crystal shop should no. ask them just take it there just see what they think about it maybe it's got some good energy i'm sure dude Internet. i went to a crystal shop like here's the deal uh i'm so Shambhala daddy. <laughs> Shambhala daddy's still working through rock energy. <laughs> I am, but like that was another thing that I remember is that like we think we know who we are, but there's belief systems that we don't even know where they come from. And you know how hard I've shit on rock people before. Like I have some pretty good jokes when it comes to rock people. I think we all do on that one. Right? Yeah. And then I'm sitting there and there's someone like reading poetry um, at the talent show or something. I don't know. And I remembered as a kid, I used to fucking love rocks. Lo- like, Me too. Like I obsessively to, love them. I used to like to collect them, find them. Yeah, I had a desk full of them. Full of them. And then I remember um, my stepdad one day called me like a dumb piece of shit for having these rocks. And so I threw them all away. And mm-hmm. at that point, like I, I felt shame over liking rocks. Mm-hmm. Just fucking stupid. Right. And, and that's the way I remember it. Maybe he didn't even say that I was a kid. I was like 12, you know, so maybe you said like, you know, you're making your room dirty or something. I took it as like, you'll never be good enough. You know, who knows what a kid thinks. Right. Sure. So I had to like reparent myself in that moment and be like, you know, adults don't mean half the shit to say whatever, you know, and I unpack yeah. that and I realized I was like, I am a rock. I really do like rocks. Rocks are fucking dope, especially dope rocks. Dope rocks are dope. Now do I, think you know if i fucking take one and shove it up my ass while i become the next savior probably not you know maybe shambhala's here to stay don't know until you shambhala right but 
whatever, man. I'm down to meditate. I with used them to, and, I used to like going to get the polished ones. You know, when you, yeah. when you go to the mountains, you go to the store and they had like the nice cool ones. You find a really neat one. Yeah. You know, it was at the bottom. Cause I like, even had a rock tumbler as a gift for Christmas. Cause I was so into them. Oh, cool. Yeah. But then I, I do remember my stepdad said, you can't use that shit. So fuck your stepdad. Yeah. Well, you know, we've made our peace. Um, <laughs> give him, you should give him some rock. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm sure you'd love that. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. So you just think about these things. And so that was kind of the, the therapy process I was going through over the whole week. It was like a lot of people had an intention for being there. It's kind of like ayahuasca for me, dude. I went in, you know, that's the best way. Open-minded. What's going to happen. Yeah. Especially when you're investing into it though, you know, you got to kind of be, it's like going to a Tony Robbins thing, you know, you get, I'm praying all this money, better be going in there open-minded and not judging. Exactly. What's you know, like, and, and that was, uh, that was a beautiful community of people. Nice. I, will, I will say that like it was, uh, it was a very open-minded crowd you know, like that was a thing. I felt like judgment did not exist in that facility. You know, or that that those grounds, the house I well, was in was dope. It's one of those things where when you when you do, everyone it's quickly noticed. Yeah, and you don't want to be that person. You don't want to be the person judging where which, that attention's coming on. In to society, you. it's kind of the other way around. If you're not judging, yeah, then you're weird. If you're fully accepting of people in society, it's weird, mm. right? Like, I don't know. I did see this democratic party video did I send that to you about the the person that was like privilege point and they get called on they're like oh yeah please don't that's horrible please don't use him her I don't please please do not use derogatory not derogatory uh whatever whatever it is language oh my point of point of privilege point of privilege please please keep the whispering down please the clapping it's distracting it's it's overloading (laughs) those that have I'm like what the fuck are you doing in public? What are you doing out here, man? This is a meeting. Yeah. Where people are going to applaud. It's a town clap. hall. Should have zoomed it in, buddy. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Was, I, and the, the, the problem is, too, is when you let those people continue getting what they want. And they're the loud voices on the internet. Well, because they are allowed to let that happen, unfortunately. Yeah. So I wondered at one point, it's like, so when I was at that event, I saw what, like, I mean, it was 100 people maybe 200 people it was like two it was 208 people were there and out of that i mean there must have been 207 that were like pure souls with amazing intention i'm just saying one maybe right but 208 really is like mm-hmm. wasn't a single person i met that felt any bit of ill intention in them everyone like wanted the best for another right and so that's a beautiful space because they're all accepting and i get it in that space if someone's like hey call me they or whatever like yeah sure i'll call you whatever the fuck you want like any, any other time, right? But then you keep, in society right now, you keep making all of these special exceptions for everybody so their feelings don't get hurt. And you make it really soft people. What's that saying, right? Like strong men create easy times, easy times, create lazy men, lazy mind, lazy men. We're on that back half of that. Right. For sure. So that's what I'm saying. It's like at what point, do you corral that and be like, hey, like, you got to suck it the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. A lot of people agree with that. I, I always like to go like that meeting, right? Where you we're talking about where the person is like, stop using point of privilege or whatever. I just want to go in there and just start yelling. Just <laughs> a toddler, ah, for nonstop and be like, oh, we're just but because we're allowed to do whatever the fuck we want. Right. So Express. I'm just going to yell. That's all I'm going to do this entire hour. I'm just going to yell. But as long as your expression... I mean, that's the thing. It's like, but are you going to stop me? 
because I'm being frustrating, right? We're not getting anything done. Right. Why wouldn't we stop that person? Because nothing's getting done. Yeah. In this situation. Well, that just comes down to belief systems, right? And then you look at the political system in general, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, the people supposedly want to work together, right? And I don't remember what president it was that cut through all the political political tape and like actually wanted to get shit done and got elected by the people for getting shit done. It was like a basically like a independent. I think it was the last independent president that we had. I have the computer. I could look it up, whatever. So as the adage goes, once he got into office, nothing really got done because no one owed him favors. He owed no one favors. Mm -hmm. And so it's interesting that like, if you were just to look at like, what's going to get the most progress done in the political system, it like, I don't know. I'm relating what you're saying to like, yeah, there's like a give point, right? There's like a happy median somewhere in there between mm-hmm. like respecting people's opinions, but actually moving the ball forward. Great. Another great example. What happened in Seattle when those people took over the several blocks Yeah, and then they basically created what they were against. Yeah. And it was just like, are, is no one going to step in to the situation to stop it? Is that still going on? No, they stopped that. But what was funny and, and uh, actually I, I listened to this from, someone that was a, a pretty big head in San Francisco that was on Joe Rogan. And he talked about, yeah, when that happened, it, the, the police force person who was a very liberal person, the head of chief uh, African-American, she was like going to the city to try to, to be like, Hey, we got to get in there. Stop that. And they wouldn't let them. Then she started hiring a bunch of diverse people from outside the city to come in to try to help bring this situation to light. Then two kids got killed then she was like, no, we're going to step in now. Then she stepped in, and then she said, after they stepped in and so- resolved that whole situation, then the city came to her and said, all right, because you need to fire all the people, the cops that were involved in letting those people go. And then she was like, no, like I, I hired all these people. Now I'm letting go of like African-Americans. I'm letting go of Asians. I'm letting go of white people. Like I'm letting go of all these people I just hired. And they go, well, you can just let go of the white people then. And then that's when she quit. She was like, no, I'm, this has gone way too far in this yeah. situation. And like, that's just in that situation. That's where you've just let things go way too, letting people go way too far in power, positions of power too, by the way, it's not like letting that person that was at that meeting just say whatever. These are mm-hmm. like, you've let people in power go too far. Well, it's like everyone's afraid to say something, you know? Yeah. And it, it, it's only in like specific I mean, look at, I mean, a great example right now is what what happened in Virginia, right? So Virginia, they were trying to go, a lot of people, they were trying to step in between the kids and the the parents in the school. And the, the, a lot of the politicians in Virginia were saying, no, the parents shouldn't have any say of what happens to their kids in school should be the, the state says what happens to kids in school. And that should all just turn red in Virginia because they were doing probably they probably, if they wouldn't have done that, they probably would have been fine. And then the, the, once they started getting involved with the children and saying, trying to get, kick the parents out, I think a lot of people were like, no, we're fed up with that now. Yeah. I mean, it's like, and you don't know what data to fucking listen to these days either. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I saw something that my buddy reposted about the New York post saying, um, we should take tips from Florida because we have the lowest COVID case rate in the country right now. I don't know if that's accurate or not. It is. I mean, you can look at it from different spots, but I mean, like Florida also has their problems too. Don't get me wrong, but like, how do we have the lowest COVID case rate right now? 
I think just because, well, if you go to look how it is produced, the, the COVID, this COVID itself is produced, it usually is produced inside, right? Mm. Which, by the way, people were saying was created in a lab. That is the lead conversation now within politicians that it was created in the lab. So the problem is, is all these these states that are trying to still keep the mask on and keep people inside, that's where it's thriving. Mm. The states where pe- they're just they're letting people go and like get outside, do what you need to do, stay healthy. Those are the cities, the ones with the lowest amount right now, because you're doing against what the, the COVID is produced to do, which is to produce inside. So I can't believe we're still having a conversation around this shit. Well, I mean, it, it's because there's a lot of stuff happening right now, too, as well in the situation. So some dude commented on one of her videos that, uh, like, what, it's killed, like, 500,000 people in America? The COVID? Yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't know what the number is myself. I don't either. It's somewhere around that. But of, of those, like, how many did COVID actually kill? Right? Because maybe we had all that shit going on with them, like, falsely... Identifying yeah, how many state. how many of them did get sick and then it was related to something else? They had, this person had a heart attack because they eat like shit. Or that it was like they were putting times. everyone on ventilators and come to find out that was like the easiest way to kill somebody. Yeah. So it's it like, like it was well, yeah, what was it in this instance? Yeah, it's just crazy and just goes to show you like how much we don't know. Well, I think too as well, a lot of people learned during this time, you need to think for yourself. Damn right, brother. You can't be just relying on information provided to you. Mm-mm. And I think a lot of people forgot that. Like yep. You need to come up with your own opinions. And yep. then the people that do come up with their own opinions and do share their own thoughts, people that only rely on what's provided to them, we're getting mad at those people. The part that pisses me off about is like, I believe in vaccinations. Like mm-hmm. That's the thing. I believe in vaccinations. But not for something that mutates so quickly. I believe in vaccinations, but I don't believe when the thing that was provided for, if you're unhealthy, for sure, get the vaccination. I stay physically in shape. I keep my immune system high and tight. It is great. I had COVID. I felt great after that and have never gotten it since after that. And I have definitely been around people with COVID after that. And I almost, when people get mad at me about it, the argument I provide to them is go, why would I waste the vaccine on me when it can be given to someone that is laying in bed because they can't leave it because their immune system is shit and they're fat and they can't get out of bed or they are fat and they're going to McDonald's to eat crap. Give it to them. I don't need it. Yeah. I'm I mean, fine. There's definitely counter arguments for that, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's just crazy. You got people that are getting the second, third dose of the vaccine. Booster, second booster. Why don't you eat a fucking carrot and go outside? Eat a carrot, go outside, go canoeing, go for a walk. And at the end of the day, what it does boil down to is people being afraid to die. That is what it is. You know, but it's like, if you're always afraid of dying, are you really living? The the people that, in my opinion, the people that keep getting those are the people that are also driving five miles or 10 miles under the speed limit because they're already terrified to be on the road to drive as it is, but they have to go somewhere. I mean, it's just like, it's the cycle of life, man. You got to accept it at some point. It's like, something's going to get you. Something's going to happen. You know, I think about it every time I go through an intersection, I'm like, well, it could be it. Actually, you know what I think about? Um, someone brought it up to me that I mentioned it to them from a client of mine that's a doctor. Um, a crazy statistic, and I think it's somewhere around like 94, 96% of people die in a hospital bed. Like once they get into it? No, just 
Oh, just in general, that's yeah, where that's, they go. That's where yeah. you die. It's like that makes with sense. care. Yeah. Yeah. When you start thinking about it, you're like, yeah, most people I know have died of old age. Yeah. They just, they hospice, that's where they go. They end up in the bed. Yeah. That's why I want to be like have my own land, have someone taking care of me. Nice open. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure shit. Or if once I, I know- get to that point, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wanna have a serious conversation. Like matter respect to my father going out the way he did. Like, or it. if I know I'm right there at the end, like, hey, use me as an experiment, but let's do it in space. Get me out there. You want to be probed? Just say it. I, for sure. Get it. Get me up there, but don't probe me until I'm in space, though. Yeah. I want to be orbiting. Your girl's got some stuff to do, hopefully. She'll be happy about it. Okay. Yeah, she'll probably Hell yeah. Want to get rock on. Well, hey, if you're I, happy about this episode, uh, please review us on uh, Yelp. <laughs> Yelp. Yeah. Google. Um. Apple. I was trying to think of other services. Pornhub. Pornhub. Yeah, if you could give us a shout out, that'd be great. Put it up there. Um, Disney reviews. Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, and send it to a friend. But tag us on Instagram. If you like what we're doing, tag us. Share, share with your reels. friends. Share it with your family. Share with those that you love. Glenn is working very hard on this shit, y'all. Glenn is... God. Glenn, you're doing such these reels that have been we popping out. We love you, Glenn. Man, so if you see us on the webs, share, share it, stuff, tag it, subscribe. Hey, you guys, to it. get it. We'll see you Brush next week. Brush it up against that subscribe button, the folks. <laughs>